Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Loga the Barbarian, and today we're going to be talking about Rapanathuk, the Dungeon of Graves. Now, I'm going to note that I've heard it pronounced Rapanathuk by others. Uh, our group has often just pronounced it Rapanathuk. I don't know the correct pronunciation, and I don't know that there is a correct pronunciation because it is kind of a made-up word. <laughs> Rapanathuk, what is it? Rapanathuk is a massive mega dungeon. It's a full campaign. There are a lot of other books out for it, either for the setting that it's set in or just to add to the massive dungeon and the areas around it. It is a part, it is published by Frog God Games, originally published by Necromancer Games in the early 2000s. I want to say I've got the actually the original one here. I don't see the date and the inside immediately. I want to say in the year 2000. So it's a 21-year-old Mega Dungeon since it's been released. I believe it was a part of a larger campaign before it was released as that. But I could be wrong. What Rapanathuk is, is a, a, a... So it was... I'm going to... In the history. So it was released as 3rd edition. There were three original modules. Kind of like the old AD&D modules. Uh, tiny paperback things. There was later releases a box set and Rapanathuk Reloaded. Then, when Pathfinder kind of took over the game, it was released in a very large hardback book, and it had a lot of stuff in it. Uh, the Pathfinder version came in under 700 pages. It the back, you got quite a few pages for, like, obituaries for your characters and stuff, which we've filled out over the years. Maps, etc., etc. And then there's a Swords and Wizardry version that was released at the same time. The Swords and Wizardry version comes in just shy of 500 pages. Because of the stat differences, the Swords and Wizardry edition tends to be smaller. That tends to be the one that I gravitate towards and use the most. And there's also an edition that was released later on by for 5th edition. Now, the hardback for Pathfinder... For Swords and Wizardry in 5th edition, the larger collected versions, which are the, probably the more easier to get a hold of now, those ones are released by Frog God Games. There's some history between Necromancer and Frog God Games. Uh, the books themselves say Necromancer and Frog God Games, but that's not. we're not going to talk about the company here. We're here to talk about the actual book. It has many expansions out for it. One of the books is just called Rapanathuk Expansions, Volume 1. I strongly suggest if you're going to run it, this is this that you grab the Rapanathuk Expansions, Volume 1. I'm not sure if that information is in the 5th edition version or not, because that's the one I still don't own. But there's more low-level stuff in the expansions. Rapanathuk has a lot of stuff you probably aren't going to want to tackle as first-level characters, especially if you're playing something like Swords and Wizardry. You're going to have a slaughter. And when we ran through it, there were definitely character deaths. You could run this book, this campaign, for the next 10 years and not run out of content for play with your group. I ran it for shy of two, I want to say, Oh, well, we did a bunch of other stuff as well, but and we barely scratched the surface. But there's a lot of good stuff here. There is the book itself begins with the dying outside of the dungeon. It gives you the legend of Rapanathuk. It gives you all kinds of rumors. What I did when I ran it was I wrote my rumors down in note cards, and I had people pulling note cards for the rumors. Now, dying outside the dungeon kind of sets the setting for where you're at this gives you tons of stuff it really fleshes out a good 
sandbox style play for you if you want you're into that kind of thing it's not a linear story there's a lot to explore and your characters can just run through the area we definitely had plenty of deaths outside of the dungeon before we even stepped foot in it by the time you get into Rapunzel, this mega dungeon there is a there's there's so much and it's so deep I don't know how I honestly do, I don't believe anybody could actually run through this entire dungeon. Uh, if anybody has, please tell me and tell me how long it took you. You'd have to start start twenty years ago. Um, it, it, it each level seems to have a different feeling and a different sense, something else going on that spices it up, which is really nice. When I was running this, I'd have something that set the levels apart and give it a give it a flair that's unlike the others one of the big things is the 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 actual finding the actual entrance to Raponathook when we were playing through this and there was this uh, saying that they kept on hearing people say they said don't go down the well don't go down the well now if you don't if you're gonna play this i'll tell you now we'll put spoiler warnings all over this because i'm probably going to spoil something when you finally reach the the sunken graveyard, which is the main entrance to the dungeon, there's a, a mausoleum and then the well. If you do go down the well, it's a much higher level entrance to getting into the dungeon, and you're probably all going to be slaughtered. We focused on going down the well, and when it came time to go down the well, our group kind of ran from it in fear. There are other entrances. There are other entrances and other additional levels that have been put out after the large printing of the one that I'm looking at here, the Swords and Wizardry edition. And they're great additions to the game, and some of them are easier to get through. What, if I were to run this game, well, when I did run this game, there's Castle Kayleen, I believe it's pronounced. Now... That was kind of the introductory adventure. It's a castle that's being held by a bunch of critters. And the group took it. And our group named it the People's Castle. And that kind of became the, the base of operations for our characters throughout the, the campaign. That's our home base or the stronghold that they had. And there's a nearby city. The city they call Zelkor's Fairy. Now, Zelkor is an ancient wizard that you'll probably learn about if you start playing it. And the city's named after him. Is Zelkor deep in Rapunzel? Who knows? Just to tell you where to start with this, <clears throat> what it's about, um, there's, there's a huge ancient clash between Zelkor and these armies of light versus these the, the priests of Orcus, because Orcus is central to this. If you're not familiar with Orcus, he's the, the demon prince of the undead. And... Orcus is central to this in that a lot of the worshippers of Orcus and evil, they clashed in this dungeon is kind of where this clash ended. If you look more into Lost Land's book, that large ancient clash radiates throughout this other areas and regions, and there's some more adventures you could really follow and make a massive epic campaign out of all that. There's... The Rapunzel dungeon itself is close to the, the, the coast, and there's a, a waterway that runs through it, but there's not a lot out there. The dungeon is in what's called the Forest of Hope. Um, I believe it was called something along the lines of the Forest of Terrors or something like that before, but it was named after some king's daughter. I don't remember the exact, uh, the exact uh, 
uh, details of that. Oh, that's the, the thick overgrown, the forest of hope, provides shelter from the winter storms, the batter of the coast, named for a local princess by her father. The forest is better known by its original name, the Forest of Horrors. And you'll probably spend a lot of time exploring the Forest of Hope, which is cool because they give you tons of detailed details of the Forest of Hope. When we played through it, those details were changing because we were interacting with it in a dynamic manner. It's a great for a sandbox. There are so many levels, I don't even know if anyone can get through all these levels. And each one seems to have a different feel and flair. Uh, one of my favorite was doing was the blood waves where there was like this red mist about the about the uh, the layer itself and it was all blood themed. There's some layers that are more um, more odd and strange. Like there's there's a one that had a has a uh, kind of a poopy uh, theme and feel when you run into a dung monster. There's all kinds of variations on the dungeon and fun elements. There's super hidden stuff in here. That some of this stuff is so hidden and so obscure the way they've written it. Like I don't know how, uh, I don't know how you could possibly be able to find some of this stuff in game without a little bit of dungeon master help. Uh, we did not get to it all. It would be cool. I'd like to hear about people's uh, experiences with Raponita, uh, the chapels and the other elements and settings in this in this large sandbox. There is, uh, it, it's just unlimited play. And as things change and evolve while you're running it, you can keep on coming back for more. One negative note is sometimes they give you large uh, mazes and running mazes is kind of difficult. I don't, I think that you might want to look at doing something else for some of those. Uh, Raponatuk has all sorts of monsters and stats at the back as well for you to use. Uh, this, a, if you get a chance, Frog God Games has put out uh, all sorts of monster manuals as well. The Tome of Horrors Complete being one that were, is, I would definitely pick up if I were running Raponothook, either digitally. It was available originally in a hardback, like seven, 800 page book, but uh, that's been out of print for a while. So now it's back in print and print on demand. You can pick that up, I believe, at Amazon, possibly even drive through RPG. I would suggest checking out Raponathic. If you really want a commitment, it's gonna take you a while to run it. You're not gonna do you're not gonna do a quick, easy in and out campaign with this. You're probably never gonna ever finish it, but it's gonna give you plenty of content to run your game through. You're gonna have plenty that you can add to it and expand with it and create your own stories in this area and region. Beautiful hardback books, the, the copies, and the, the I can't speak for the fifth edition one is full color and <clears throat> it's got a nice printed color cover. Now, the Swords and Wizardry and the Pathfinder ones I really love, I think they're beautiful. They are more of a faux leather cover with embossed, with embossed uh, text and stuff in the front, and it's black and white throughout, which I really like, it's easier to read. Uh, there is so much in here. The art, the art is good. Um, I think that the art they tried to improve and go crazier with the art in the fifth edition one. The original one has more black and white, old school style feel to the art. And if you're into that, it has some really great stuff in here. I'm looking at a beautiful on page one thirteen of the Swords and Wizardry edition. This beautiful 
skeletal uh, king-like creature and the warriors collapsed around him and it is just wonderfully done black and white art there's plenty of maps and all the other extras you would ever need to run a game in here i'm getting a little long i'm gonna i'm gonna try to wrap it up one of the things is that you can take these levels in this dungeon and use them in any setting or campaign you want it doesn't have to just be raponathic like any other DD stuff you can cannibalize butcher yank stuff out uh, and you've got more levels for dungeons than you'll ever go through if you get a copy of Raponathook. Well, the drawbacks is the price. The books tend to run about 100 bucks originally. I don't know what they can run secondhand. I think on the site right now, the 5th edition version looks like it's going for $99.99. Um, if you choose the PDF, it's only 40 I prefer to have the physical copy in my hand. And with all the stuff out there that you can pick up, if they don't have it in stock, and for our God, they probably have it digitally there for you to pick up for it. And you can easily find that stuff secondhand on places like eBay. There's a lot of it out there. So I went a little over today. That's all right. Rapunzel took is worth going over. I don't think I can do it justice in 10 minutes. Uh, I had a hard time doing it justice in a year and a half, two years of trying to run it. There's a lot there is dense. Uh, now, if you guys enjoy what I've been doing here, please share episodes. Uh, go ahead and um, go ahead and leave us a good positive review if you get a chance. If you're listening to this, I would love, and you've been liking it, I would love someone to give you some positive reviews on whatever it is you app or place that you listen to Wobblies and Wizards at. Go ahead and check out our website, wobbliesandwizards.com, and keep those dice rolling. <laughs>